Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on a Wednesday. It's the uh, it's the middle of the week. We got a huge weekend now, Tommy, because it not only involves college football, the NFL, but it, they involve college hoops at this point, uh, which really amplifies this time of year. It gets wild for a while. Uh, real quick news: if you didn't hear, just sort of an election update uh, for everybody. Uh, Governor Laura Kelly is announced as the winner in that race. That's happened just this morning. Those were tight like we anticipated yesterday. So just just a piece that's happened since we've been on the air here. You can get uh, more on that over on KNSS and uh, throughout the day. We'll have it on 12 News throughout the day as well. Um, Tommy, I mentioned this Colby Rogers situation is interesting, and I, Isaiah Poorbear Chandler is involved in this as well. We saw depth, though, in the post, so maybe not quite as urgent on Poorbear because it looks like they've got some guys certainly would like to have him and his experience there. Uh, but Colby Rogers fills, you would think, such a need for this team. He was top 10 in three point percentage last year in college basketball. Um, they need a shooter. He appears to be one. And that'll be interesting to see the work they can get done. And Kevin Saul, I would think, is at the front and center as he very eloquently described the process there. But that could be a big thing for Wichita State this year, ultimately, as you know, as they try and sort things out and what they need on that roster. Yeah, it's unfortunate the way that that process has played out uh, for Colby Rogers. I mean, the fact that we're in a world now in college athletics where um, things are, are starting to be loosened up quite a bit. You look at the way the transfer portal works. You look at the NIL world. Um, a lot of those really stringent procedures and the restrictions that were in place are not there anymore. Uh, but in this particular situation, uh, it still remains. And that's unfortunate. And so I feel like there is something that needs to be done at an NCAA level. Uh, to be able to move things like this along. I know Kevin Saul talked about that uh, just a few minutes ago, um, that, that really a lot of this is out of the hands of Wichita State, that it's up to uh, Colby's previous school in Siena. It's up to the NCAA. Um, but, you know, obviously we're now at a point to where the season has begun. Um, the longer that this plays out, the less likely it looks like that Colby Rogers will be able to join the team at least right away and contribute right away. I know he can practice, but, you know, there's something to be said for having that 
that experience with your team in games uh, before you can just plug and play somebody like that in. Yeah, it, and and you know, practicing helps. I think it'll be okay. In in a lot of it, it, it just sounds like, and it just sounds like it's total. You know, a lot of it's just out of control. You know, out of out of Wichita State's control, and and I think they'll control what they can, and you just cross your fingers and hope for the best there. Um, but that'll be impactful for Shocker basketball. Um, I think I think it's what they need. I think if we all look at it and. You remember back to last year and what we've seen through a couple. The three-point shooting's not still not quite there, and it wasn't there. Can they create other offense better than they did a year ago? I think that they probably can uh, because they've had an entire offseason to prepare for the possibility that that exists. I think, it, I think it caught them a little bit more off guard last year that they weren't a great shooting team when they sort of expected to be one. Um, so we'll see. It's certainly a key and an interesting point and part of the Shockers as they come back. It's Alcorn State this weekend. It's on the road to Richmond. And then it's uh, the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City against either Grand Can- against Grand Canyon for sure. And then either you and I or San Francisco, uh, which should provide two pretty good games, at least what we know historically of those programs. Then back uh, to Coke Arena for Tarleton State, who's had some good uh, success recently. And then you get the back-to-back Missouri, you get Kansas State, uh, a couple more cupcakes, and then you get Oklahoma State, and then you're in a conference play. I mean, it comes at you fast. Conference play starts just before the end of this year. I like the non-con this year. I think it's built in a way that it we should get a pretty good evaluation of this team. I don't think it's so difficult uh, that it would hold them back when we look at resumes at the end of the year. And, and you would hope, assuming that Oklahoma State and Kansas State and Missouri and, you know, you and I slash San Francisco in a road game against Richmond provide plenty of opportunities to build on that resume and test the Shockers at the same time. Yeah, I think that you're right in that observation. The fact that this team, um, we, we know, I feel like through one game, we get a little bit of an indication uh, as far as how things are going to play out for Wichita State, what their game plan is going to look like. But the more that they're able to play in these non-conference games, we mentioned it yesterday, Isaac Brown doing the the five-out, five-in uh, technique. We're not going to see that forever. We're going to figure out which players are going to get the most minutes. And we know it's going to be Craig Porter. Uh, but then beyond that, what are we looking at as far as the the post is concerned? Um, are there other shooters that can rise to the the top? We mentioned Xavier Bell. Uh, yesterday on the show and you know it was kind of an underwhelming debut for him on Monday night for Wichita State a lot of people know him because he's a a hometown kid Um, two points um, you know was on the floor quite a bit but you would like to see a little bit of a bigger impact I think that'll come uh, as the development happens and as he gets a little bit more ingratiated into the system with Isaac Brown Um, but I'm really interested in seeing how the minutes play out how they're distributed and I'm, I'm not suggesting, I'm not predicting that we're going to have a better indi- indi- indication of that after the upcoming game uh, against Alcorn State. We're, it's probably going to be a few weeks before we actually know how that all uh, lines out. Last year was different. We knew the guys that were going to get the lion's share of the minutes. Right. And this year, it's, it's quite a bit different than that. So I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how this process plays out. It's going to be an interesting early season. You know, at Kansas, I, I think we have a general idea of what we're going to see. I don't think a lot will change from what we're seeing now to what we'll see late in the year. There will be tweaks. I think we'll get some clarity as the season goes on at the five position. 
Um, but I think for Wichita State and K-State, what we're seeing now could be totally different than what we see in February. Um, you know, the players and their roles could change and evolve a lot over that period of time because there are a lot of different guys, a lot of talented guys vying for, you know, those key rotational minutes. And I don't know how many that ends up being traditionally. And we don't know about Jerome Tang yet. I don't I don't know what he'll do. Um, we know that Isaac Brown generally narrows it down to, I don't know, nine to ten guys um, that, that do that. So we'll see which guys that becomes. And, and I think, too, just within the, you know, the minutes, I think it could vary for Wichita State. And, and the good thing about that is for Wichita State and Kansas State. I mean, I think you you hope some cream rises to the top and you get some consistency. But if it stays level and everybody's playing at a high level, that rotational type basketball can work at the same time because then you can increase tempo. You can do all those things. I just, what we're seeing now I for either team, I think is probably going to be very different than what we see in February. Whereas in Kansas, at Kansas, what we're seeing now is probably pretty much the same as what we'll see in February. So let me ask you this specifically to Wichita state, when you're looking at divvying up minutes and what the rotations look like, what do you think from what we know about this program and what we know, the little we know about the, the newcomers coming in, what are the priorities? I mean, what does Isaac Brown look for as far as production is concerned? Are we looking at, I mean, are we looking at guys that need to be effective on both ends of the floor? Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's I know that's, history that's pretty broad, that. right? But he's, he's not going to, if, if history holds true between, you know, because Isaac Brown has now been the head coach and he was assistant under Greg Marshall. And, and one thing has maintained all the way through all of that is that if you can't defend, you're not going to be on the floor for the Shockers. They rely on that defense so much. And and that's a good thing because it even sometimes when you play an opponent that might be more talented than you, defense can even that out real quick, right? If you can defend them and make it hard for them to score and ugly a game up and do that well, that's advantageous for the Shockers. They've proven it time and time again for years and years and years now. That being said, uh, offensively sometimes, ugling it up has been a little too much. And so I I do think there's going to be bigger opportunities for shot makers. Craig Porter Jr. is going to be there. And honestly, I think that might be the only thing we know for sure in stone right now for for Wichita State. There will be plenty of opportunities for all of these guys. But I do think, one, if you don't defend, you're not getting it. So they'll all need to defend, and they probably all will because typically every player that comes through that program gets coached up that way. Shot makers are going to have a real opportunity, though, because they need shot makers, right? They need outside shot makers to free things up. If Craig Porter is as good as we think he might be this year and early returns point to yes— He's going to create opportunities for open shots on the outside for guys. They have to be able to hit those shots at a high enough clip. That's something that they haven't done uh, in, the, in the last calendar year or so. So, yeah, I think if somebody steps up confidently and becomes a shot maker, there is a desperate need for that in the program. So that would probably be where we see the, you know, the, the most change for this team. I think you're going to see, no matter... Who rises to the top with the bigs, you're going to see a rotation of bigs. 
at least I'm, I'm leaning on history here and how the Shocker program has run for a while. You'll see a rotation of the bigs because that's just the way they play it. Defensively, it's a high level, and they have to have high energy, and they get into foul trouble because they're very physical and aggressive, and you'll see that rotation. I don't think that will change. I don't think Craig Porter bringing the ball down the floor and being the the creator offensively is going to change either. It's which guys on both ends can hit shots and defend shots on the outside at a high level, I think, that are going to find the most minutes. Yeah, I mentioned this yesterday on the show. Um, It was pretty clear a year ago that multiple games, Wichita State would disappear offensively for for long stretches. Um, That's something that I'm sure is a priority uh, to not do that this season. Um, I don't have a lot of concerns defensively for Wichita State. I'm not going to pretend that Central Arkansas is some offensive juggernaut um, because they're not. Uh, but Wichita State held them to 55 points. I don't have a lot yeah, it, of concerns defensively. It doesn't history tell you that the Shockers are going to be good defensively. Sure, sure. Right? Like I mean, that's for, been their calling card for so now. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Isaac Brown's been a part of that, either as an assistant or the head coach. So that part of it, I'm with you. That part of it, I just, I, I count on the defense being there at a high level. It's can the offense come along? Well, it's not going to be worse than it was last year. And two years ago when they won the league in the weird COVID year, they had that same problem offensively. And I think that comes from relying too much on outside shooting when you're not a good outside shooting team. Yeah. They, that's what they haven't been. So, and, and this is what's really interesting about Craig Porter, I think. Now your offensive leader is not an outside shooter like it was with Tyson Etienne when he was really good and with Tyson Etienne last year when he was struggling. It's somebody that's going to create offense in different ways, getting to the line, doing some things when the outside shot's not there. That should in theory, relieve the pressure on the shooters and the other offensive players, I think. I also think they have had now an entire offseason. When when Tyson Etienne struggled last year, I think it caught everybody off guard. I mean, I think it caught the players off guard. I think it caught the coaches off guard. I just don't think anybody expected it, right? The whole narrative going in was, will he come back? And he did, and then I think it was just this awesome, this guy, this player of the year in the conference is going to come out and light it up like he did a year ago. Well, that didn't happen. And then I think the adjustment to that was was just something that couldn't be solved all year long. Now, that expectation for anyone isn't there. Like, we all think Craig Porter could take the next step, right? But it's not the same situation as it was coming in with Tyson Etienne before last year where you just sort of counted on the guy who became the conference player of the year to be that level again. The expectation for Craig Porter is optimism, but you're not counting on anything. So I think that there's been just more time to prepare for this and for everybody else on that roster to see this sort of opportunity to to get shots. I've said this this entire offseason, what would be good about coming into the Wichita State program, Tony, is, is you can say, look, somebody, there are shots for somebody to get. Go get them, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Listen, I, I feel like where I do disagree with you a little bit is that you do have those expectations, or at least you should on Craig Porter. He's the only known proven quantity coming back on this team for the most part. So I feel like those expectations should be there. Uh, as far as the rotation is concerned, because we don't have a lot of concerns defensively, the calling card for Wichita State has always been their defense. That's why I think that you've got to give minutes to the guys that are going to be able to put the ball through the hoop First and foremost, that's the most important thing is figuring out where they're going to get those offensive buckets. That's got to be the priority moving forward. We know it's Craig Porter Jr., but who else is it? And I think that yeah, that's I mean, going to play out. He averaged seven points a game. He averaged seven points a game last year. But still, he, I mean, he's the most he's known the guy. quantity that you've got. 
he's averaging 22 this year. He looks fantastic. Uh, Tyson Etienne was the conference player of the year with that expectation coming in. Craig Porter, I think, is in a different spot. Either way, you the other somebody else is going to have to step up and hit shots. Colby Rogers isn't there right now. He was the guy they brought in to do that. Some of these other guys need to do that. We've seen one game. Hopefully, shot making becomes a thing this roster is capable of. We'll come back. More Sports Daily continues right after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 